It's easy to add photos and even videos to our social media marketing, to our emails, and to our websites. Nowadays, most of us have a very high-tech phone that we can easily take pictures with and post them rather quickly to our social media pages and even to our websites. But is that the best idea when it comes to how our audience receives that information that we share on our social media pages and on our website? Stick with me for this episode of the Marketing Muscle Podcast because we're going to talk about photography and videos in our marketing, branding, and messaging strategies. Hello and welcome to the new Marketing Muscle Podcast with me, your host, Vicki Morris. On this podcast, we're all about exercising that marketing muscle for your business. No matter how big or how small your business is, and no matter if you're a startup or have been in business for 10 years or more, we're dishing out marketing, messaging, and branding strategies that get you the results you've only dreamed about. So let's dive right in and start off our conversation today where we're talking about photography and images that we add to our social media, to our websites, and on our overall branding and marketing strategy. The first thing we want to do is let me start by saying that I am a believer in using the power of the tools and technology we have available to us to create branding and marketing collateral that we need to communicate our message to our target audience. So yes, take pictures on your phone and yes, shoot video on your phone. However, let's make sure you know how to capture the best images and the best video on your phone if you're going to use this to create some of your marketing and branding images for your business or organization. Understanding lighting is going to be pivotal in your success in capturing great images and videos on your phone. In general, you want to make sure your subject is facing the light source. For example, if you're taking a picture of a person and they're outside, make sure their face is toward the sun or in the direction of the sun. This means your back is to the sun or light source. When you export the picture from your phone, make sure you are sending it in the highest resolution possible on your phone. You also want to make sure you don't zoom out or in too far on your image because it can appear grainy in the final result. Even if the shot is the perfect shot of the perfect subject, if it comes out grainy, It's not going to communicate the message you want that image to communicate to your audience. What it will communicate is that you didn't quite take the time to make sure you had a great image. 
It can communicate to your audience that you are not willing to spend the time or money for your marketing to make sure that it is popping on all cylinders. Now, I use images I capture from my phone very sparingly for my own marketing purposes, but I never want to leave the impression that you should not use photos you take on your phone for your marketing purposes. This can be done and done very well if you put the time in on the front end to learn how to use the photography and video features on your phone. It can be easy, but it is not quick. There's a reason photographers are paid handsomely for their work. There is a lot of skill that goes into capturing a great image and knowing how to correctly light and backlight an image or a scene you want to capture on video. My purpose for giving you this setup is to encourage you to be open to an even better way to get the pictures and video you need for your marketing and branding needs. Just a bit of a disclaimer here. I do take pictures for my own website and for my client jobs. I also shoot video for certain types of client projects. I know how to take great pictures and I also know how to shoot and edit video pretty well. I am not, however, a professional photographer or a professional videographer. For big jobs I have with client projects, I hire this out to people that specialize in this area and whose skills are far better than mine. Our purpose in this episode is not to teach you how to be a photographer or how to capture video, but rather how to search for and source images and video for your marketing needs. If your business is product-based or you need to show scenes of your team doing a specific task, like painting a house or decorating a family room, I highly suggest you hire a professional photographer or branding expert that knows how to take and edit branding images for the job. Create a shot list of all the shots you think will be needed for what you want to accomplish and discuss this with the professional taking the images. Remember, this is your credibility on the line here with your target audience. The images you display are a direct correlation to the type of service you can provide or to the quality of the products you sell. This correlation is being made in the minds and hearts of the people you want to reach. So just a little bit of a backstory here. Did you know that most TV commercials, billboards, magazine ads, and promotional flyers that are created by large national companies use stock images and stock video. Yes, they do, they actually do. And you can access the very same content they use many times. This can make easier work for you or your marketing team when you have a few great sources for stock images and video. There are a couple of go-to sites for great stock images that I use for my productions and promotions for my marketing company, Face to Face Marketing, 
and my networking group, Regional Innovators Sustaining the Ecosystem, of course, the most obvious option is Adobe Stock Images. For me, it was worth the $30 per month for unlimited access to their library of images, illustrations, and videos. I simply go to the site, type in the search bar, the type of image I'm looking for, and select from the list that pops up. So the way I select images is based on the first emotion I want my audience to experience or relate to with this image. I have to think of this image have, as having a voice. If this image could talk, what would it communicate to the people seeing it on my website with the other verbiage that I have around it and the decor on the page or the aesthetic of that particular page? I also have to consider what colors need to be somewhere in that image. The image that I choose can't clash with the overall aesthetic of the web page, the article, the social media post, the newsletter, or whatever it is that I'm working with. The image has to fit within the overall aesthetic of the design. Now, on the contrary, if I find a great image, it may be sometimes worth redoing the whole aesthetic of the layout for the web page or the social media post so that it matches. The point being, you want your image and the background aesthetic or your newsletter or email or social media post to match. You want them to feel like they have been meant to be together the entire time. The image also has to be oriented correctly for the place I want to put it in the content. Is my spot horizontal or vertical? And I also need to be aware of the dimensions of the space I need to fill with the image or video. Always check the size of the image to make sure it will fit in the space you have available. On website templates, they typically tell you the max size of the image you can place in a particular spot. Sometimes the image will auto size to the space you put it in, but don't rely on this happening. Because of this very thing here, I typically choose 10 to 12 possible images to test out in this position just to see what works, what feels right, if I need to change things around, if I need to resize something. I just wanna make sure I'm getting it right for the look, the feel, and the aesthetic, and the brand voice for this particular aspect of the message. I mentioned I used Adobe stock images. I also have a few other sources for my pictures and video. Pixie Stock has an amazing uh, selection of images of women and men of color in various professional settings. They also have a wide selection of age ranges and body types in their stock images. This is now my go-to place for great stock images. They have mock-up images, desktop images, images of people, and Canva templates. Speaking of Canva, 
I also use the Canva stock images that come with the paid account. Now, <laughs> Canva has a free platform, which is great and amazing, and you can do absolutely beautiful designs with the free account. However, the paid account gives you just a bit more, and if you are serious about your graphic design and you do a lot of design work for your business or for client accounts, I highly encourage you to consider the paid Canva account. It is worth every penny I pay for it each month, and it's not that expensive. So if you hang around to the end of this episode, I'm going to put in the show notes a link to uh, Canva and Pixie Stock so you can check these out and just see how amazing this content is and see if it will work for you. Now, another site that I use on occasion is Upsplash. Um, I use that for images, but for my purposes, their images usually aren't great for how I need to play stock images, but when I'm just in a quandary and my other two sources aren't really working for me, this is always a really good third alternative. It's great for landscape shots, uh, background images that I may want to layer with something else. This is a great place for that. So I will share a list um, share this list of sources with you in the show notes section for this episode. So as we wrap up our time together today, I hope you try out some stock images in your next social media post or add some stock images to your next blog post. You can take pictures on your phone, of course, but make sure it's absolutely great before you publish it as a representation of your company. So thank you so much for joining me today on the Marketing Muscle Podcast. I hope you will come back and drop in for future episodes. We've got some amazing interviews coming up with some friends of mine who are in the marketing field. We're gonna be talking about marketing. We're gonna be talking about branding. We're talking about personal branding. Lots of great content coming your way all while we're exercising that marketing muscle. So that's all for today. Be sure to check out the show notes and download the resource list that will be in there. Until next time, I'm your host, Vicki Morris with the Marketing Muscle Podcast, signing off.